In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Job 41, verses 1 through 11, where I'll ask the question, what point does the Leviathan prove? Job 41, verses 1 through 11 says, Can you draw out Leviathan with a fishhook, or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose, or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make pleas to you? Will he speak to you soft words? Will he make a covenant with you to take him for your servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you put a leash on him for your girls? Will traders bargain over him? Will they divide him up among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons or his head with fishing spears? Lay your hands on him. Remember the battle. You will not do it again. Behold, the hope of man is false. He is laid low at the sight of him. No one is so fierce that he dares to stir him up. Who then is he who can stand before me? Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. Before you get too excited that we're going to talk about the Leviathan today, just know that I don't care very much about dinosaurs. A lot of people like to use this passage to prove the existence of dinosaurs in the Bible, and maybe it does that and maybe it doesn't. There's other folks that you can look to for that. I'm not particularly concerned with what species of critter the Leviathan is in modern language. That sort of thing doesn't interest me. What I am interested in is what point is the Lord making when he starts speaking about the Leviathan? And to answer that question, here are three thoughts from Job chapter 41, verses 1 through 11. Thought number one, man is arrogant. What God does when he points out the Leviathan is say, nobody is going and capturing this thing. So no matter what it is you think the Leviathan is, nobody is going and catching it. Certainly God is speaking of it as if it's a regular creature that is around in Job's time that people are aware of because nobody wants anything to do with this. But when God uses this to speak to Job, he says, are you putting a hook in the Leviathan's nose? Are you leading it around as if it's some tamed creature? Are you raising them in your backyard? No, you're not doing any of those things. Man thinks that he is ultimately in control over everything that he touches, but the truth of the matter is you put a man against the Leviathan and the man is going to get destroyed. The man cannot stand up against the Leviathan, whatever that thing happens to be. We need to recognize that while the Lord has given us authority over all creation, when all of creation is against us, we don't win. Thought number two, God created it. So here is this great hulking beast that gets described in detail as just being utterly imposing and completely overpowered when it comes to his interaction with man. So God points out that he has made the Leviathan. So here's this creature that is untamable, that you can't kill, that is really destructive and that nobody is messing with. God says, I made him. I made that creature. We can't do anything about that creature, but God himself has made it. So the point that the Leviathan is proving, one, is that man is arrogant. We think we can do anything, but there are simple creatures out there that are far more powerful than us. 
points out also that God has created all things, and the one who has created all things, even the creature that's able to destroy us, God is more powerful than. We need to realize that. God has created all things in the universe, and because he's done so, he has more power than all things in the universe, even cumulatively. He is greater than the whole of creation if it were to array itself against God. Thought number three, God owns all. There is nothing in the world that God does not own. There is nothing in existence that he himself has not made and does not claim ownership of. And this is the way that we need to look at the world. We need to look at the world in terms of being on loan for us from God. And when we think about creation in that way, then all of a sudden we need to be good stewards of what has been given to us by God. We need to take good care of it, make good use of it, and exercise dominion in a positive way, always recognizing and realizing that these things that we have in the world are ultimately God's. They are His, and we will have to answer for the ways that we utilize what He has made and what He owns. The Leviathan is a, is a great beast, one far greater than we're probably capable of imagining. But he proves a point that's even greater and it's that God is over and above all things, that he is far greater than us, and we need to recognize that and not fall into the same mistake that Job did. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Job chapters 41 and 42. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.